adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. We're back, No Snooze Show 62. We are climbing the charts. Uh, I don't know what charts, but we're climbing them. Uh, here with co-host <laughs> Dave Regina, the magician behind the video audio, uh, Kai Visions, a.k.a. Claudio. And then we got Justin, the intern of the year, one year running, three months in a row. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Today, I, again, very caffeinated this morning. Yes. Pre-workout plus a cup of coffee. Okay. Don't recommend Unless you're recording a podcast, did you do the pre-workout mixed with the coffee and chugged it? No, that would get. I don't know if that's safe at all. That should, would be. We should try. That's that. something you would do, though. You know what I've done though? I have done the protein shake mixed with a Keurig. That sounds. That doesn't. It, sound it was terrible. actually delicious. You used to do four shots of espresso. That's in your drink. light work, Michael. Yeah, my little heart would explode. <laughs> my little heart. Um, do I have a bigger heart? <laughs> yeah, you do have a bigger heart. <laughs> bigger back, bigger heart. Uh, so today. First off, sub we had a subscriber. Oh, we're we get, climbing. Okay. We got one. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, follow at No Snooze Podcast on Instagram and everywhere else. Yep. And then we're going to jump around today, but we're talking a little bit of opportunity. Uh, Dave's got a tremendous story about a salad thief. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, some th- some big news in the Prelly front on the household. Uh, Podbot update. Current events. I have a very good current event. I'm coming out of the pocket with my recommendation today, too. So. What One day he's going to come in, there's just going to be like an animal in his pocket. Gotta <laughs> I'm going to pull Justin right out of my pocket. <laughs> he probably would fit perfectly like a pen. <laughs> uh, so I am excited for this episode. Yeah, man, let's rip it. A um, couple comments last episode on the pace, mm. right? Which I think is our natural pace anyway. We try to slow it down in the past sometimes because we cut each other off. Yeah. But I guess that's pretty good. Yeah. Right? I, I Rather than slow it down for people, they just got to catch up. Yes. Have you ever listened to an audio book on Fast Forward? Yes. Well, I do podcasts on one and a half sometimes. You do? I do. Oh, I do I do, I do something similar, but I can't do it with, uh, I usually listen on YouTube now. I think I shared that hack with CV because yeah, he was good. he was saying he likes to listen to music because it keeps him, you know, a beat. And I was like, look, I just love listening to podcasts because you're banging out both. It's like the personal development while you're working out type thing. And he's like, the the pace is too slow for me. I said, put it to one and a half. And he was like, oh, I, I got to try that. Do, and has it been good? You, yeah. You almost get more lost in a podcast. Yes. Because you have about, to then listen. Then you're kind of like, instead of a song where I at least find, then you're like, oh, I don't like this song. Let me change it. Yep. But the podcast, if you do like an hour and a half pod, mm-hmm. you could work out for like 45 minutes and not even realize. Do you think people can listen to the No Snooze podcast on no. one, one no. and a half? It's just no, going right? to stress you out. It's like those commercials when you turn on, uh, you know, whatever it is. Yes. Go! <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's a movie. I don't know. Is that a movie? A movie. All right. Uh, so Podbot update. Yes. Right? I get, first thing, I do want to jump into Orgain real quick, right? Tons yeah. of orders. <laughs> I just like that people are taking the actual recommendation using the code no snooze 30 30% off the first order. So it's pretty good. But for some reason, I, I haven't looked in a while. Mm-hmm. And there's like 30 to 40 new orders there. So that's pretty cool. I'm going to make a confession. I thought it was no snooze 30 for 30% off of everything. Oh, that's what I've okay. been posting just, everywhere. Just. So some <laughs> of the people might be buying stuff. <laughs> I <know. laughs> like, so I apologize. No, they actually charge you an additional 30% yeah, the next time. Yeah, they add time. it for a cut. Yeah. Um, yeah, but 
I mean, full transparency, they get 30% off, we get 10% of that sale. And Orgain is our first advertiser of all time. Yes. So, I mean, we're going to ride with you. Maybe throw some more stuff our way. You want us Listen, to pump? I, I could use a t-shirt or something. Collagen yeah. peptide right in the mug right now. Uh, what happened to the... Uh... <laughs> so, this is... Uh, I. I was given this mug by uh, Dana's cousin, Brittany and Brandon, and this was the first mug I got after finding out that Dana was pregnant, I believe. Uh I don't know if it was after the baby was born. And it frequently, because I don't have a travel mug right now, it frequently makes it into the car with me. When I'm in the car and I'm finished my coffee, I put it on the ground to make room for other liquids, protein shakes, things like that, in the cup holder. It's rolled around and broke. And then I just keep reattaching it. Okay. So a fun fact in, uh, I forget what Asian culture, but they see that as a sign of well um, value. And they usually repaste breaks like this in pottery with gold. Wow. Because it fun, shows its age. That's Michael, a fun fact. Michael, can you turn it to the uh, to the camera, please? Yes. Yeah, yeah and for those oh. not on YouTube, Mike is holding his <laughs> uh, regular Hook. coffee mug that he must have been driving with, which seems ridiculous because there's no lid on that thing. Yeah. And then there is a huge um, chip in the actual handle, so he's holding it opposite <laughs> of the handle side, which uh, I don't know if that's typically done. Look at but, this. But what if the coffee was hot, Michael? It, my hands are hotter than the coffee oh, at all okay. times. All right, hands all right. are hot. All right, so Podbot update. Uh-huh. I uh, I sent you a photo. I like. I sent you a photo yesterday. Right, it was a little little dicey there, but um, you know, I'm feeling good. Maybe it was dicey. It was dicey. Like I, you didn't you know, like it. I thought it looked good. Eh, it was okay. You have. Um, it was okay. You're at the ab stage where it's. You can't quite count how many there are. Yeah. You're in like the range. You're like you're in the four to six. Yeah, abs. yeah. I, well, sometimes it looks like five, and I'm like, yeah, where is the? Saying. Why is there only five? But they're big. You have they big abs. Big. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, that was the only good side of things because the rest of you know the evenings I've been crushing two to five Oreos consistently. Two to five. You know, um, I didn't weigh in this week. I will do it next week just Had, to keep me just to keep me humble. I was going to ask you a question. How? Do you think not having a crunch on the time yep. has affected your mindset? I know for me, I'm like, I'll just get back on track next week. Like every time yeah. there's an opportunity. Well, so I, uh, I've i kept my diet actually the same. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying Literally the opportunities the to veer a little bit like. Oh, I, I'm hitting that fridge daily with those Oreos. I'll, I'll tell you, I know we talk a lot about tacos on this podcast. Just listen. But once that weather is getting nice. All I can think of is sitting outside a plate of fish tacos at and Bar a Taco. nice margarita. Anywhere. Literally anywhere. <laughs> Anyone can make them, put me down anywhere. That I don't know why. That's like immediately what I think You of. make a good fish taco. Uh, do I? Yeah. Remember oh, you, made, um, you made them for Karina's birthday I don't know if they were good. I, I, they were I, delicious. They were, it was fun to make. Um, they were delicious. But anyway, sorry. Um, so yeah, Mike and I, we, we hit a little brunch with a couple friends for uh, one of the friends' birthdays. Shout out, Nicole. What right? was your stat line eating? Oh, I was going to say, they were talking like, oh, let's order two pizzas for the appetizer. Mike and I looked at each other. We're like, So let's preface this. So pizzas. I got there first with Dana. <laughs> so I was all the way on the left, and there was a 12-person table. So Dave's all the way on the right, <laughs> was, right? Yeah. So they split us up strategically, I yep. think, because it would have yep. turned into a podcast. Yep. So every time someone's throwing an order option, Dave's looking at me like, that's not enough. That's not <laughs> enough. And we were like chiming in, and at the end, everyone stops eating. 
and it's just me and Dave passing back what's left. He's like, you want the white pie? I'm like, yeah, you want the hot? Yeah. And we just kept switching. That, that Adriana Bella pizza was <sighs> tremendous. I might Tons name my, of flavor. It had some of your figgy jam uh, on there. I, I might name my second born after that pizza. <laughs> Adriana Bella, right? Yeah. It's a beautiful name. Adriana Bella. Uh, but yeah, they were like, you know, let's get a couple apps, two appetizers, I mean two uh, pizzas. Mike and I were like, we're going to need two pizzas each. <laughs> so we ended up ordering probably seven appetizers, yeah. right? Instead of the two that was originally proposed, and you you see who's a real eater once the all like when you share a bunch of apps, everyone can be a good eater in that phase. Yep. Then when you get a full meal and people are taking th- the most embarrassing, I'm just gonna be in a lot of trouble. Most <laughs> embarrassing thing of all time is can I take this home? I I can't remember the last time I took Dana takes stuff home. I, when's the last time you took something home? I, yeah, that was nothing, yours. There's nothing left. Yes, that's the that's point. what my point yeah, is. Exactly. Like we were clearing plates. Yep. Um. That's what we do. We clear plates. We clear plates. I was telling you, when I went to Italy and I gained 35 pounds when I studied abroad. <laughs> Fun story. Um, they used to call me the uh, the the um, the cleaner, or, uh, the dishwasher. The dishwasher. Every, they would say that when they got it back, it was cleaner when it came out. <laughs> That's hilarious. So we get, uh, yeah, we get to brunch. We, we finish the app phase. Then it's time for ordering. I ordered a... Um, a massive steak sandwich, which was tremendous, oh, but a lot of people ordered um, a pasta dish. Right? I got a chicken parm. Yes, with uh, spaghetti. Exactly. So the pasta dishes were accompanied by a nice side salad, <laughs> right? Our buddy Mo, he doesn't know this, but he's going to know it now. Yeah. So he was outside. Uh, he wanted some fresh air, or whatever. He comes back in, and as he's walking in, I look to my my left where he was sitting, and there was that one side salad. I look at Mike. I look at all the other pasta eaters. They're enjoying their side salad. I'm like, wow, that looks really good. So I slid it over. I started eating it. I took it, and I ate the entire thing. But as I'm eating it, Mo is coming back in, and he goes, damn it, I should have ordered a side salad. Like he was mad <laughs> that he didn't order it. Like he was mad at himself. Yeah, and meanwhile, his, his dinner came with the side salad, but I bagged the side salad. And and the way D- Dave does stuff like this, these little pranks he does, he's like <laughs> it does it in the open so that it's more stressful for me than you. <laughs> so he was like looking at Dave was looking at me. He's like, "This salad is phenomenal." Right in front of Mo. And then Mo's like, "Look, I'm just like, damn it, I shook a side <laughs> to the point where it was the end of the meal, and I walked over and I sat with them. And Dave goes, dude, that was a great meal, but I think the best part was the side salad. <laughs> and he, Mo's like, yeah, that looks so good, man. <laughs> so, Mo, uh, that was your salad, my brother. I apologize. I owe you one, man. But if you're going to steal any food item from someone, that you can steal a salad. I figured right? that that was, yeah. But you know when just salad comes out fresh? Mm. And the I, I smelt the actual dressing. It wasn't like a... Um, it, it was a house-made dressing. You could tell the the vinaigrette was just everything I don't was know. crisp. Yes, yeah. it yeah. was, man. I don't know. So I, I Novacento, right? Was yes, the spot? Yes, it was delicious. Really good. It was a good spot. So that's my Podbot update. I'm a salad swiper. Tell him Dave stole it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how, how how have you been this week? So I did the weigh in. Okay. Um, and yes. I, I think I sent. Did I send? Yes, you, guys? you did. Yeah, I sent you guys. So I had a good convo with my boy Manny. He's like, "Where have you been, bud?" He goes, "How'd you do it in your competition?" And I was like, "I failed." And he's like, "Yeah, I thought you were gonna." It's <laughs> like Manny, no confidence. Um, but I re-upped with some goodies, and then I went j- jumped on. Manny's like, "What would you be happy with?" And I said, "As long as I'm under 15, I'd be ecstatic." Because I again, the diet's been good. I've been working out pretty good, not great. Um, and I'm like, it's just mentally, it'd be nice to hang in that 14 range mm-hmm. because that's where I got stuck. Yep. So you know, thing climbs 14.9. So is this after Manny went to the back, to, after you told him that so it I had to be below like, 15? He, he made it the, to just to where it was 14.99. I and think that he you has didn't, a button back there. He, he does, might. Right? 
but it was I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, got a little motivation right before we ate like animals. Yep. So it probably went to hell anyway. Uh, but good. I mean, the the workout's been terrible this week. Just baby teething. She woke up at like from like two to three thirty, and Dana takes the night shift. But you know how it is. You're still up. Mm-hmm. So then when the four forty five clock came, I couldn't get up. I just for whatever reason when I ha- I have one good wake up. If I don't wait, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't do the early. Or yeah, I was gonna ask, and I know I know because sometimes you can't tell from from a post. But is is Livy sleeping? Because sometimes it'll be a little later for you, yeah. and I don't know. Is, I'm like, damn, has it been a tough so night for him? Monday or Sunday night, we didn't plan on it, but the in laws took Livy, which was great, beautiful. So part of it was like, ah, I really want to get the momentum for the week going, but at the same time, I would love to catch up on a little sleep. Full snooze, rare time. Yeah, like full send, full, full snooze. snooze. So I went outside when we got home at like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, I can't w- waste this opportunity. I go outside, I smoke the cigar oh, while I prep the video for no snooze my Sunday guy. night. Um, then it's like 9.30, and I'm like, let's watch some Survivor. Like, well, we got nothing tomorrow, right? The baby's yep. not here. <laughs> and then before I knew it, it was like 11.45. Yeah, I was like, oh, this isn't good. Tough to wake up at 4.45 yeah. and do that. And then you get, you know. So, so I figured it was that, or you were just playing checkers with us. I mean, <laughs> chess with us. I, and you know you wake up when we record at four o'clock in the morning, and then all the other days you sleep till nine o'clock. Yeah, it's Dana possible. texted me and it's said, possible. "Look, I've been waking up earlier than Michael." Mm. <laughs> Imagine? No, I'm just kidding. That's the <laughs> no. um, debatable, debatable, debatable. But yeah, I, I will say this week has been one of uh, the first three days of this week have been one of the worst three day runs I've had as far as getting up early and or working out. I hate streaks like that. But it's not. It hasn't been detrimental because I've been eating good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it happens every once in a while. Um, and it was, a, I think it's a combination of Livy teething a little bit and yep. trying to refigure that out. Cause I forgot what it was like where she doesn't, where she wakes up. Mm-hmm. And then in addition, some big news, we had some things going on. So I kind of was like, let me knock this out first and then get back. So, well, good. You look good trying. as always, Thank as you. always CV. I'm coming at you. Yeah. I'm excited to hear I'm, this. One. I'm looking at you. We're punt free this week. Visually it looks good. Mm, okay. So, <laughs> no, so no real no data to update. But um, I've con- you know the walking has been consistent this week. I d- ended last weekend not very strong, but I think there is a good story behind it because sorry guys, I'm tweaking my audio because it sounds weird. Uh, because his audio is gonna be like unbelievably crisp. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at the end of the week, right? I I like to walk you know on the weekend, maybe on a Saturday, maybe a leisure walk on Sunday. Saturday we had we were putting together this um. This Murphy bed thing, with this, like a big what is that? Do like I a big furniture thing, and the bed comes down. It goes in uh, the wall. so it's hidden kind of. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and it's a pretty big thing. Um, so you know, we we were assembling it, and we we did that basically all day. We did move a whole bunch of other furniture around the house and other things that day on Saturday. Uh, needless to say, I did not walk that day because we were doing a lot of we were busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday comes around. And when I tell you the level of soreness my body <laughs> felt, <laughs> I hadn't felt this for a long time. Like, like if I had done thirty thousand squats, like my legs, my quads, my calves, my arms, my hands, my fingertips, Active. it was insane. I literally did absolutely nothing all of Sunday. What's the name of the bed? A Murphy, Murphy bed. A Mur- you you know what's wild about bed? that? So there's this workout. It's called the Murph yeah. Oh, workout, yeah, yeah. which is reminding me because I'm like, he wait, did, he did, he the, did Murph. the Murph, yeah. but, maybe, but the actual maybe Murph is pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, Murph workout. And then like there's this guy hard. who did it for 365 days straight. Oh, my God. Which is like, I think it's 100 pull-ups, 
200 push-ups, 300 air squats, a mile before and a mile after. Oh, I think my wife has done that that challenge. Yeah, it's called the Murph. So, so that's great progress. You did the Murph workout, brother. Good job. I hope I never have to assemble another Murphy bed ever in my life. It was terrible. But the good news is I got back to it on Monday. You know, it was not the best walk because I was still sore. And but you know did it got it through um, it was decent and then I walked again yes so it's it's you know I'm back to the to the regular routine are you oh, go ahead Mike I was gonna say do you wear your like watch or whatever when you were putting the Murphy bed together no because I needed to be comfortable <laughs> well I was gonna say that you would be astounded how many steps you take doing Just little doing things thi- not little things but things like that where you're like there's no way that I put. Well, you I mean, know, you're, you're absolutely up and right. Downstairs so the, and- the Murphy bed project was a two weekend project. So the yeah. prior weekend, uh, we had received all the, the it was like seven boxes. Oh my and god! And they threw them in the garage because I wasn't home, so they were in the garage for the whole week. And last weekend, I basically brought in all the stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I was in out like seven boxes worth, and it wasn't like little things; it was big pieces of wood. So I was maybe like forty trips. <laughs> yeah. Oh I my definitely, god. and I had my Fitbit on. I definitely exceeded the ten thousand oh, steps yeah, yeah. with just doing that. Um, so that was part one. Yeah, I mean, that counts, like though, or what something. I'm saying. It's yep. like you did your walk. That, like, if any, as long as you get to that number, it's like I don't care if you walked in a circle right. for five hours. Right, you right, still right. got, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's so you know, I, w- I did intend to weigh this morning, weigh myself this morning, but I completely, it was in my mind throughout the entire shower. I got out and poof, it vanished in, in the mm-hmm. air. And I forgot. <laughs> it works. And by that point, I was fully dressed, and I was like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah, if yeah, I lost one pound and I have three pounds of clothes, <laughs> so I was like, nope. So are you still just curious? Yeah, are you still committing to the fifty pounds in the year? Of are course, you that's, that's all. No, no, I'm not going to retract. Good it. answer. I mean, it's, of it's, course, uh, he said. Of course, I mean that's something that I have to do just for my health. Period. In general. Well, but what's wild is January, February, <laughs> March, April, May, June. Okay, so I'm like five months. Oh my God, I have a right? question. I have a good question. I was at a bar and someone was trying to ask me to help them with a bet. And one of the people was losing weight. And I said, Would you commit to gaining a pound for every two pounds he loses? Wow. Because the tough. person who's gaining the pound is so gain, funny. You'd have to gain. So I would have to, to gain 100 pounds. No, no, no. The <laughs> other way. The other way. 25. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that would be <laughs> no, terrible. No, but if you did pound for pound, that would be so funny. Oof. Can you imagine you at 275? I, that would be wild. 275. But if you did 20, like health-wise, I think if you gained 25, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Uh, I can't commit to because, I, I, you know you know me, I'm back on the, the straight arrow. <laughs> yeah. You are a machine, so like you could put from well, fat that's like to, the, fit to fat. From fat to yeah. fit, yeah. No, so anyway, my, whoa, 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 whoa. I asked. You, we're trying to get people to commit to I'm not here. committing to <laughs> gaining to that's 50 hilarious. to 100 Isn't pounds. That's funny? I I'm not doing I am not if doing every that. Every two pounds he lost, you yeah, gained I had more. to gain. I don't so know. funny. The more Mike talks about this, I'm kind of liking it. Yeah, yeah. There'd have to be something. Yeah, there'd have to be something in it. I mean, he could do it, no problem. Yeah. just Transfer it, and then we do yeah. before and after together, so that it would look like it just traveled. That would be so good. Claudio just is so fit, and I'm just so fat. <laughs> I would be so mad. No, and Dave though, he would gain 25 pounds of A pure muscle. raw muscle. Yeah, there's, there's no rules. Oh my god. Yeah, you'd have to go get up to 600 cut, grams of protein you, a day. Yeah, yeah. Or you like cut before, so then you just have yeah. to gain back. Oh my god. It'd be a fun challenge. I hope someone does. No, that. I'm not doing that. So <laughs> the reason why good I call said, Dave. I'm on it. The reason why I said it was because the year is flying by, and I'm. I'm getting nervous because the way I put myself out there, like if I don't get a new job by the end of the year, I'm t- and it's already halfway through the through the year. Yeah, you know. So we are 
getting through goals. But and don't you think it's been a long year? Like, it has already, it, man. It kind of feels like it's, you know, it's been a, like the longest four months of all time. Yes, it has been for sure. But um, so my, my thing to CV would be you should really sit down and do an analysis, right? Because at the beginning of the year, that was like one pound a week, something, you know, somewhere close to that. Now that you're four months in, that number changes. And every week that you go without hitting that previous goal, it gets harder and harder and harder, which is the same thing we're feeling on our, our regular goals, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's interesting. I um, think there's going to be an exponential uptick once the house gets settled. I think he's going to hit a stride. I That's think my guess. I think he's more if like I was you a in that aspect man, too. I would put money on CV right now. I I because I see the the tide turning. Yes. I see the momentum. Like I would put fight. money on him too now. No, you can't. But put, I just put money. No, on no, him. no. I would. But in four months from now. That's when the real bet would like for me. Then I would really know. But then it's too easy because it's too much. There's less variables. I don't know because he could be like you. He could be he could be like you where he like like who like to be squeezed. You know what I mean? Like you people. What do you mean you people? No, he could be like you. I said. Yeah. Okay. Because like if if I gave you four months, if I gave you twelve months, you wouldn't really be motivated. No, like the last two months. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and then you'd go crazy and you'd hit it. Possibly. All I mean, right. clearly I didn't. So, well, that's all right. But I like that CV. Well, you know, I might throw some cash on. Yes. What's the line these days? Does anyone have betting odds on CV? Listen, if I got a hundred dollars for every pound that I had to gain, maybe I'll do it. Wait, wait. wait. How are you making money out of this? <laughs> I do. I do it with him. If you're making me gain two pounds for every pound that he loses, that's kind of funny. Maybe we can crowdfund people crowdfund. to pay for you to gain weight. Just. Get Dave Regina fat fund. All right, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we'll shelf this. This is a good idea. <laughs> oh man, I hope nobody does that because I'll be upset. Nothing will fit anymore. Yeah, I, that so, would be terrible. It'd be tough. <laughs> See, I think I can gain twenty pounds in like two weeks if I really wanted oh, to. Yeah, it's too hard for me. I think I would have to stop like working out, which would yeah, but just for two weeks, get a ton of sodium up, hit Oof. a couple buffets, 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 Chinese buffets, and just load <laughs> up on that MSG. <laughs> um. Let's switch series quick. Yeah, yeah, sorry. All right. Yeah. Current event. I'd be remiss not to talk about this. Uh, I hope you don't take mine. I'd be p- p- pissed. No, don't worry. You're definitely not. <laughs> I don't think you're you're going there with George Floyd. Oh, right? no, I wouldn't go so. there. <laughs> I, I definitely wouldn't be going there. No, 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 no. I know. Um, but no, on a serious note, you know, Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer um, accused with murdering George Floyd. To me, I don't even think it was a... A conversation of good policing, bad policing issue. It was just like a humane issue. I mean, it was it was foul what everybody saw. But um, you know, I think it's a, a step in the right direction that he was found guilty on all charges. Um, I think that is literally the very least that should be done. I know there's people that are saying, yeah, it still doesn't change the fact. Of course, it doesn't. It's a it, it was a, a human issue, right? He was. Of course, you could say he's racist. Of course, you could say he was a terrible police officer. That stuff is kind of obvious. But the fact that he had his knee on his neck for nine minutes. It's just inexcusable. So I really commend the jury. Imagine having to be a juror on that case, right? Like your whole life changes in that moment because you could be exposed right away. Yeah. Right? Um, Obviously, the family and friends of George Floyd that had to watch the video over and over and over and over again. Everybody who testified against him, I think it was so commendable, the police officers from Minneapolis that – had to testify against him too because they know good policing versus bad policing right so i think it's it doesn't change things um you know by any means but it's a step in the right direction because a lot of these cases in the past there was no outcome like this so at least there's accountability um so i think there's a a shout out to the state of minneapolis for for getting the job done properly 
Um, and then we move forward, you know? Hearing you say Minneapolis, that yeah, was it so worth it. It sounds, Minneapolis, did I say it weird? Um, no, I, my question was like, do you, you ever, so this was an extreme case, obviously. Yep. But I can't imagine being a juror on any, like, case. Um, like, I don't know if you, I could talk you about. You watch true crime stuff. Karina had a pretty crazy case. And I'm case. like. How do I? I don't know who did it. Like, I the one minute I think it's this guy. Yes. The other minute I think it's the, the well. The that's nurse. what's crazy is you take regular people, everyday people like yeah. us. Now they're responsible and have a say in the outcome of this, it's right? Pretty Be- wild. And it's all based on the defense. But yeah. one thing I think the defense did um, tremendously well. Well, oh wait, no, was it the defense or the prosecution? I think Karina. The pro- and yeah, no, no, Dana the prosecution. Would be amazing on a jury. Karina had a crazy case. I'll let her talk about. It. I don't think you're supposed to no, talk about think, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But um. The prosecutors brought in a nine-year-old girl to testify, which basically was saying that this nine-year-old girl, this case is so black and white, not literally black and white, but it's so obvious that there was this was just wrong because you had a nine-year-old able to articulate he shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was just a... It was it was a great testimony to see, uh, but I, I can't even imagine being on that case. Can you imagine trying to? I mean, even reliving everything like oh. through that, it's got to be right. Awful. And, 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 and his mom, though, you know, his mom, his girlfriend, having to watch that video yeah, over, it's and awful. over and over again. But think about any case, like having to. I know it's a system that we need as far as like you know due process, all that stuff. But to like have friends, family sit through any. Like murder yep. case or something, it's got to be awful. Of course, you have to relive it. Like, and you're seeing, like, yes. you know what I mean. You yes. can't really. I don't know. I guess you could excuse yep. yourself. But. This is one of the one of the few times I was saying to Karina yesterday. I'm like, there was no way in my mind that he was getting off because of the amount of evidence that was there through video, right? I don't think in any previous murder trial was there ever this many witnesses, this many angles. Even the street cameras were working. Um, so it, it happened to be a good time for technology to shine. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and, and I think nowadays the world is the world is crazy. It's unfortunate, um, you know, that we're we're still in this place, especially with the systemic racism and all that stuff. And yes, it exists. Mike and I don't really understand what it's like to be on the other side of things, um, but certainly understand that it, it does go on and happen to our our friends. Um, so, you know, shout out to uh, George George Floyd's family. And uh, hopefully they could begin to have some peace. And thank God for Dave to bring some seriousness to the podcast because my current <laughs> event is Logan Paul knocking out Ben Askren. Jake that, Paul. See, Jake Paul. That's name. a good one, though. That is a good one. So in the re- as you guys will see through all this, I love a good marketer. Yep. Nothing gets me more excited than watching someone play everyone mm-hmm. and get them mad and wanting to see the guy fail. It's not something I would do. Like, this guy, uh, Jake Paul, plays the heel, and he plays the enemy. Yep. Um, but he was the top three, or he's, like, in the top, I forget what the stat is, basically one of the highest-grossing mm-hmm. pay-per-views through a company called Ever. Triller, right. which is not even, like, a Showtime HBO, who usually does boxing matches. Yep. And he generates, and Bieber's on the card, like, singing, he generates what? Si- uh, he generated sixty-six million. So I was going to ask though. So the guy that he fought, yes. Yeah, so that guy, a former former Olympic athlete and MMA fighter. Correct. But he's think about this, right? Thirty-seven or something like that. I didn't bet on it, but i i didn't I didn't really digest it. But you know, after the fight, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. He got knocked out. Yeah. He's a, an Olympic athlete wrestler. Wrestler. 
He, I'm going to make some points for why he should knock him out, but then some against. Olympic athlete, wrestler. He's fought in the UFC some of the, the toughest guys in the world and taken punches in the face. The pounding with, that he has taken. With small gloves, which not that, even boxing but gloves. But that's the thing that makes me think that he really didn't get knocked out. Well, so... And he all, got paid. All of this, that's the thing, right? He's retired. Right. Retired. And he saw a payday, I think, and didn't like train too hard for it. Yep. And you know how it is if you're one foot in, one foot out of anything, mm -hmm. let alone fighting, yep. you're going to get knocked out. Because right. if you hesitate a second, and uh, strike, I don't know too much about fighting, but striking wasn't this guy's strong suit. Like every fight he was in, he would just get people to the ground and like hold them down and try to submit them, right? Mm -hmm. So, but my point being, like, think about this this kid is one of the biggest YouTube stars of all time. Out of the blue, he's like, let me fight this other dude to start his career. His first fight is, you know, a national, international event. He wins. Second one, he's like, let me fight someone in the NBA. That was Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Knocks Nate Robinson him out. Knocks him out. I know, like, everyone's like, well, Nate Robinson's not a fighter, blah, blah, blah. He took an, an NBA. You know how we BS and we're like, yep. could you beat up this guy? And we're like, yeah. They're literally doing it now, right. which <laughs> yeah, is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Right? So, like, maybe one day people would just be calling that, like, Aver you know, you know, you'll be like, I want to race. Uh, what's the guy's name and the biker? Um, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Dave's like, I want to race Lance. Armstrong. I literally almost said Dave Armstrong. Dave Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> I want to late race Lance Armstrong ten minutes on a peloton. Like it's very specific. It's maybe there's a yep. shot, but that is so interesting to me. And imagine if you can crowdfund, get millions of dollars for that, and then obviously then Dave Legstrong would. Obviously, I would obviously buy into that. Then this dude, he, third fight, strategically picks a guy like so smart. This is how boxing they do in any way to build up the resume. But he's doing it to public figures mm -hmm. who have the following. Yes, and he's knocking them out. He is, which is wild. Yeah, that was wild. Like to knock anyone out as that is, you mm -hmm. got to give the kid credit. Yep, and he's a genius because now all he's doing is talking to everyone. And everyone wants to fight him. I He's, think we can follow this. Conor McGregor would make more money fighting Jake Paul yes. than he would well, that's why anyone like in the UFC. And, him and Money Mayweather insane. fought. Sorry. But Sorry. now I that's think crazy. We, we can follow this. Like I see the I rock the rock on your socks. Technically yeah, you're the rock No, you're gonna fight him. Technically, the rock really was like a fake wrestler, right? Yeah. So I mean you should be able to knock him out if we train you for this. Me? No. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> your boy, uh, who's the guy who went and worked for um, uh, Below the Belt, Bern Brendan Schaub? Yes. Uh, Greg? Um, oh, yes, from Manhattanville you're yes. talking about. Yes. Greg? Yeah. Uh, Greg. Freights, yes. Freights, yeah. Yes. Congratulations on the new gig. But anyway, on his podcast, he was talking about if he could fight anyone, he'd fight like The Rock. Yes. Because he wants the person to have a big following, right. but not have the experience. Because he's Correct. like, and he was he used to be a fighter. Yep. So he's like, it's a very different animal when you're in there with a, a cold hard killer, even if they're retired. Yep. So the Jake Paul scenario, I think my man's going to just be picking off people just that knocking are famous, dudes out. and all these UFC fighters are going to want to fight him, but just building his name. I think if I have to fight somebody, it's got to be a guaranteed win. And I'm thinking like I'm going for like Donald Trump. Or Dude, you don't think Joe my Biden? Gonna, you don't They're think both seventy plus. My if I if, president, <laughs> if I got knocked out by either one of those dudes, I take the show off. The but air. here's my thing: <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't think they're gonna come up to you before the fight and be like, "Listen, 
I have a cool hundred mil. <laughs> I would be like Take absolutely. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. You would lose because they would come and they'd buy I, the win. Absolutely. Because their their egos. Is my political career shot now? Because I'm gonna knock out Donald Trump and Joe Biden. <laughs> That's gonna be the clip of the new episode. <laughs> Dave knocks out Biden. <laughs> oh my or Trump. god. I mean, either one. Either yeah, one. but you know what I mean. I, I yeah. you got to be confident. But though. think about the, think about how crazy this is. We're in a locker room BSing. Like I remember, we had an argument. One of the kids we played football with, Charles, thought that he could tackle Reggie. Bush, if Reggie Bush was in the locker room, full speed, just pads just in tagging. a locker room. Well, I think you could, dude. It's Reggie Bush, like yeah, but still. my man was the fastest. He would make, but you said NFL in the locker room. What they would go out it was on a the pretty field, big locker room. but they no. would go out in the field. Or? No, it's like in a locker room. But think like, about it. All Charles would have to do is like get a dive and grab an ankle. Do, all right, have you? All right, so let me see. He has NFL players that try to do that to him, yep. and he they don't touch him. Think about that, and he, <laughs> it's, it's, but my point being, if yeah. someone could organize, that, right, right, get it, it going. would be the most entertaining thing of all time. Well, that's like, I mean, do you really think that I don't have a shot at beating Michael Jordan in horse? That's the thing, because right? like you I, remember? I think I have a shot. I like, I don't think it's now. Yeah, of course now. See, but that's, that's the same thing with because like it would be awesome to see that because if he just comes out and doesn't miss, you'd be like, then wow, yeah, then I'm screwed. But if you beat him, the bragging rights <laughs> yeah, are incredible. I, right? So exactly. I think it's worth it. I think what they should do is they should have like people bid to do this stuff to yep. so that the you know, the ex pro is making money and it's worth a risk to you. So like you have there's some pressure. Yes. Right? Okay. Where if someone comes in cold and they're like, Oh, there's no pressure, mm-hmm. I get a shot. But if you have a hundred grand on it, yeah. That like and if you win, you get your money back. Yeah. And if somebody pays me off, to take a dive? You would. I'll take the dive. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't know who I can take down famous, of, if anything. I mean, <laughs> I just, the only thing I would put, I would be very confident is Pac-Man. Oh, beating somebody in Pac-Man? I'm very good at Pac-Man, which is a fun fact that a lot of people don't know. You know why I thought of Pac-Man the other day? Super random. You were talking about fortune cookies. Come to find out there's a fortune cookie emoji on the phone. Oh. It looks like Pac-Man. Oh, you yeah, thought it was Pac-Man just, this whole yeah, time? Yeah, I thought it was Pac-Man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love a good fortune Random, cookie. Right? We talk about yeah. fortune cookies. Yeah, I love how we're like we're talking about fortune cookies. <laughs> um, are we not going to acknowledge the paper towel on your neck again? Oh Jesus! I still have it in. Huh? <laughs> Is it toilet paper or paper towel? Uh, toilet paper. Okay. All so right. when I uh, shave in the mornings, I actually ruined a shirt. It went right through. Let's the blood see if it stain. went through. No, you're good. You know how people people on the like the morning show do this. Yep. Uh, Pedro Rivera, you yes. know, he knows. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, can we get into a little no snooze recommendations? Yes. All right. You going first, or you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got usually set the stage, so I don't know. All right, you want me to go first? That's fine. Go All ahead. right. So mine is uh, very relevant, and you'll find out later in the podcast why even more so now. But in the past, very relevant. So I use a thing called HomeStyler.com, which allows me for free. You can do a paid option. I like the free option to basically map out your layout of your house. In a 3D rendering, it's very straightforward, very easy. You can watch YouTube to learn it. And you can add real furniture in to see how it fits. And you can move walls. Real furniture from websites? From websites. Okay. They don't have everything, but good, a good idea for scale, right? Yep. And you're seeing a 3D version with a 2D version, so you can see how it translates. And if you like open a wall, you can see how it looks. Oh, wow. So I use it for listings, and then my own renovations are, of our house. Yep. We just released a, a home tour, and it was integral to figure out, like, all right, if we do this, does that look good? Like, does that make sense? Can mm-hmm. we fit cabinets? It's one of the best things I've found, even to the fact where you can do this amazing renovation of your home, 
and then you can render it for free, and it looks real. That is cool. It's awesome. Did you do that with the um, your Peloton Nook? I feel like you, there was something you guys did. No, you were like, no, we know uh, it's going to look good. Was it? Uh, no, I don't think we did with the Nook. Uh, we might have done with the Nook. I don't think so. Or the That was Dana's call. The chairs or something. I remember Dana showing us something. And I now that you're saying it, that, it I might have it been. You know about. what it was? It was the uh, the mudroom. Yes. We scaled out the mudroom yes, yes. because we were like, is it going to be enough space? Does it look right? Because we, we were trying to fit in a bathroom and a mudroom. Mm-hmm. But it's a great way that like Dana has a very good good vision now. When we first got the house, she she wasn't that like. So you oh, made yeah. her vision better. Some would say <laughs> I, she gets all the credit, but so it's one of the best. Homestyler.com. It's free. If you're a real estate agent, for sure have this in your in your uh, arsenal. If it, you're just doing home renovations, you could literally change wall colors. Like you can do everything. Change floors. You can add levels. Uh, it's great. It's a great tool. I like that. Good recce. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I, I think I, you. I think you have fun with it too. That was my second guess. I thought you were going to recommend the Charmin on the neck, but then we <laughs> Charmin. Well, yeah, they must have something uh, for that, Char- right? I, absolutely, I, I think so. If not, sponsorship shout out. Good invention, kid. Um, so I am digging deep in the uh, in the suit jacket here. Yeah, there's a bunch of things going yes. around. So. My wife bought this product. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Mike is Mike is leaning in, trying trying to see. My wife bought this product, and she was very clear to me. She said, if you screw this one up and you lie, and you say you bought this product, <laughs> and you bought one for my wife, she's going to she's gonna be upset. She said, well, we will do an episode 65, and I will come on there, and I will blast you. So I have to get the story right. So is it no snooze recommendations or Korean recommendations? Well, yeah. So, yeah, this is like her second one now, yeah. right? But, no, the reality is we've been using this product for the past year and a half. And what it is... Is called it's called the New Duku N U D U K O Bamboo Toothbrush. New Duku right? Bamboo. Yes, New Duku Bamboo. It so sounds it like is a really good restaurant. Let me take it out of the box here. It is biodegradable. Here, I'll give you Ooh. one to hold. It even Whoa. got a letter D oh, on it two for in some there? reason. Yes. So we actually got a ten pack. It comes with two five. Ooh, light. It comes with uh, five of these times two is ten, right? And I'll give you the Davy Deal price <laughs> in a minute. But it is biodegradable. It is made of bamboo. Full product is is actually biodegradable, which is incredible because a fun fact is if you ever have used a plastic toothbrush like all of us have, Guilty. that toothbrush will never leave this planet, right? Because plastic can never be can never disintegrate the way that a bamboo toothbrush mm. can. So we tried it out. I think somebody else maybe recommended it to us, or it was in a hotel and it looked really cool. One of the stories is true. I don't really know because it was a year and a half ago, but I've never gone back. Um, ex- the, the Brussels are extremely soft, but strong enough to hold up. You know, when you have like a soft bristle, 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 I said, bristle toothbrush kind of makes you, uh, uh, it, it looks like this. Yeah, yeah, it just looks crazy. Yeah, it just looks crazy. Yeah, grab just, my strong hand. Yeah, it just looks crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Grab yep. my strong arm. So the um, you know, it's it, it is a medium um bristle, but it's still so soft to the teeth. I will never go back to plastic ever in my life. I'm gonna just start bringing plastic toothbrushes and just tempting right? them. Like look so, at this bad boy. There is over sixty seven hundred four and a half to five star reviews on Amazon. Whoa. Right? And all you have to do is type in new Dooku N U D U K O. I'm sorry, I lied. N U D U K U bamboo toothbrush. And it comes right up. Davy Deal price, ten pack, just eight ninety nine. Wow. Uh it has a D on it too. Is it for I don't Dave? Know. Yeah, I don't Davey understand Deals? what that what that is. Dooku. 
No, maybe. Yeah, the D is yeah. for Dooku. Um, so it's been, uh, I don't know, it's been a fun ride. And I'm not huge on the whole, um, you want that? Or you... I'm good. I, I'm going right. to stay keep my plastic <laughs> on. So I'm not huge. There, there's things that I can be doing much better for our environment. Yes. This is a small way to contribute and, you know, live a little bit greener. So why not? Figured I'd recommend it. I, well done. Once again. Right. Davey Deals, a.k.a. QVC. Stick it back in my DVC suit jacket here. All right, so I think now we get into the uh, meat and bones. Oh, no, meat and potatoes. I meat always, and bones, yeah. Your, your um, inside pocket, I said before, is like a Mary Poppins bag. You just keep pulling <laughs> things that, out. That's what I'm going to do. But now yeah. everything has to fit in this thing. We got to clip it in where it just looks like you're pulling them out one by one. <laughs> that would be so good. Davey Poppins. So, <laughs> Dave, Davey Poppins. That'll be a clip. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. I am, and not to toot your horn here. Yeah, please don't. I know you don't like it. You're, you're weird about it. But again, uncomfortable. But we're going to talk about recognizing opportunity. Yes. Right? And don't give the punchline yet because I got a story. No, I'm not going to give any punchline. Because yeah, yeah. if but, you give a punchline, I'll punch you. No. So, <laughs> so I feel like most of us, we view our problems in our life, and this is, this is me too, as real problems, right? Instead of looking them, instead of looking at the problem and saying, wow, that's really just a challenge or like a hurdle I need to go over. My life changed tremendously when I made that small switch. You've always done it really well because when there's problems, you're looking, as you said, you're a fireman. You put the fires out, right? Whereas a I got lot made of people, fun of for that. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Where I don't you think just I'm a fireman. <laughs> where you just allow the problem to just you know sink in and there's nothing that you do about it. But real change happens when you can recognize that all of these problems are just opportunities to learn, opportunities to get better, and opportunities to make change in your life if you want to make change. Right. Mm -hmm. You're going through some things that you'll discuss now that sitting back as one of your best friends. I am so proud of you guys. And it it, and it is I get a great feeling knowing that my best friends are attacking their goals. Mm. Right. Appreciate that. No, absolutely. And it's the truth, because I feel like in the past, I you know, you always compete. Right. So if there's something you do, of course, I want to do it better, of course. But at the end of the day, it's like my brother. Right. When he does something really good, I'm genuinely happy for the guy. If any of my best friends, I'm do happy something. for the guy. I like <laughs> if, how you talk about me a little more, and then you're like, I'm happy for the guy. No, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not something that's seen nowadays. Whereas the reality is, if we just acknowledged each other's wins more, I think it would change the morale of society in general. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So break us down. Tell us what's going on. I know there's a lot going on in the Pirelli world. Well, so I'll start with a story. So I have a listing that I'm working on, and we it was. I, I love the house, right? So originally, I went to my wife, and I was like, what do you think about this? Because it hadn't been listed yet. And I kind of wanted to get her feedback, and um, I didn't think she'd go for it. 
right? Because we were still in the middle of a major, not a major, but a renovation. So we brought it to market. She, oh, sorry, excuse me. Originally, she was like, you know, I don't know. We're just doing a renovation. What, like, we're going to move. We just, we finished this house. It's beautiful. I want to enjoy it, right? Understandably, as normal people would think. <laughs> um, so we bring this house to market. Uh, we get like four or five offers in the first week. And uh, in my head, once I didn't have the okay with her, if she's not 100% on, then I'm like, it's in the background, but I'm, I'm not banking at all. I have a job to do. Let me sell this house. So five offers, very good ones. The first person backs out at a kind of nowhere. Second person, we get all the way to contract signing. Like they were going to sign and put the money down. Inspections, double, you know, extra inspections, talk to them. They're all on board. They love it. Can't wait. Um, you know, Dana comes into the house the day before and is like, is this sold? And I'm like, it's, we're signing contracts tomorrow. Like it's done. Don't even say anything. Cause I didn't want to hear it. Where's the house located? Uh, I'll get, so, uh, basically we get to the point where the next morning they're supposed to sign people back out. Mm. So I'm like, oh, this is a little bizarre. Like what are the chances? Like it didn't make sense. A lot of stuff when people back out, it makes sense. They, mm-hmm. they had this going on, blah, blah, blah. This one I was like, this doesn't really make sense. So in my head, I'm like, all right, I got to get it back on the market. I got to do an open house. There's all these things I got to re... You never stop marketing it, but I got to rekindle some of the momentum. Yep. So I tell Dana, she kind of just like, hey, what's going on You know, in the real estate world? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So I give her the update, and I see her head. She starts to like start thinking, and I'm like, why? You like the house now? And she's like, yeah, I told you I like the house, but I don't know if it makes sense right now. So I didn't think much of it. Started the momentum, put the open house in for Sunday. I get home Wednesday night, and keep in mind, I'm getting nonstop calls on this house, setting up appointments. I'm getting prepared to resell it. Wednesday night, Dana's like, do you mind if I go for a run? So this house is around the block, like down the street. So I don't know this, but she runs around a loop and goes by the house. So as she runs by the house, comes back, I'm playing with Livy, and she looks at me and she's like, I really like the house. I'm like, wait, what are you saying? Are you giving me a green light? Because I'm very like, once you, like, I buried it, but as soon as she said that, I, in my head, I'm like, oh, we could do this, we could do that, we could do this. Mm-hmm. And the market's nuts. So I'm like, we can rent out our current house and I, we could actually make some money off of this goddamn thing that we spent a ton of money on. Because um, I'm very, like, logical. I don't care that we haven't used it. I'm like, it can generate income, so I love it. Let's move. So she's like, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, you got to tell me 100% because if I go to these people, I'm representing them. So I have to make sure they're in a good position regardless, mm-hmm. right? For example, we had a, a, someone that wanted to buy the house, and they were like, you represent me so I can get a better price. I actually gave that to another agent. I said, I don't want to know anything. If this person bids, we have all this stuff. I have to represent my clients. Right. So I didn't take commission, nothing. I just sent them away. So everything I've been doing, I'm like, listen, I got to take care of the client first. If it works out, it works out. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So Thursday, uh, I go to the Thursday, Wednesday, yeah, Thursday I'm going to show the house. I think this is the timeline. And I go and I tell the owners, I'm like, listen, I don't want to get you excited, but I love your home. My wife is 80%, and I just need the 100% before I will say, like, officially present anything. But I just want to let you know, worst case scenario, I think we're going to sell, no problem. But worst case, I might want to buy it. And I just did that because I want to let them know that I'm still working. Right. You set the, but you set the. I also the wanted stage to gauge too. like if they didn't feel comfortable with that, that's fine because mm-hmm. then I don't want Dan to get too excited. So yep. I'm trying to make sure I'm managing people's expectations. Right. So then, basically, w- we have a conversation again, and she's a hundred percent and starting to get emotionally invested, which I tell everyone not to do. Obviously, it's easier said than done. 
So the next day, I get like a, I thank God I was able to get a pre-approval pretty quickly, and I get back to uh, the owners and I say, "Listen, my wife's a hundred percent. Like, let me know when you want to talk. I want to make sure you're comfortable with whatever happens because I'm representing you. And this can get messy, mm-hmm. right?" So he calls me and he's like, "Come meet with me, and we'll talk it over." So I call Dana on the way home from work. It's like four o'clock on Thursday. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to go meet with them, all right? And she's like, yeah, like, I'm excited, blah, blah, blah. Like, see see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't say, like, she's excited. We'll leave it at that. So I go sit down with them. And I don't want to give too many details because it was a private conversation. They're great people and we're very excited. But basically, it came down to, like, I want to make sure you're comfortable and not feel like you didn't see the market. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do an open house, we can do it. I promoted, I spent a lot of money promoting this. So it wouldn't be the end of the world to actually see what's going on. And I sensed that they didn't want to do that. So basically what we said was like, what number makes sense? And you'd be comfortable because if you do want to sell it to us, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I just want to make sure it's your decision. So they sent a number and we came to an agreement. So I agreed and I assumed Dana was good with it. So, but keep in mind, like she wasn't in the convo just because it was happening fast and you got to, when an opportunity presents itself, yep. you have to make a decision and you have to be confident hundred percent because if you hesitate, then there's the potential that they'll worry that you're not sure, which cool. I was hundred percent sure. I was like, I'm sure I'll figure it out if she mm-hmm. gets mad. So I get back to the house and Dan's like, how'd it go? And I was like, we just bought a house. She's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we have a deal. And she's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, but now I got to cancel the open house and like I got to call these people. So definitely wasn't the easiest route. Yep. And I, you know, they were, the my clients are laughing because they're like, you just spent all this time promoting this open house and doing all these showings for no reason. Yep. So long story short, we, we're in contract. We signed a contract yesterday. Beautiful. To buy the next house. And in the midst of all this, I wasn't aware. I wanted to document our house being finished, so we did a tour, like a, a cribs. I can't wait. Obviously, when this airs, yeah, because you haven't it's seen it's gonna it yet. be out. Yeah, so you posted it this morning, so we didn't know. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah. gotta see it. But, but we you, didn't. You are so made for TV. It's ridiculous. No, stop that. I'm serious. But we didn't know that this scenario was gonna happen. Yep. I just was like, it'd be great to have something if in the future this made sense. Correct. Right. Like, but didn't plan on it at all. But I think that's a good point because preparation is key, right, in, in even seeing opportunities. The fact that you were prepared makes you stay ready so you never have to really get ready. Well, in the previous episode, Just in general. Well, I, you know, it's something that I, I can't. So we put ourselves in a position where we had, remember I was saying we had the funds ready to mm-hmm. make a move. We're not in a rush, though. Mm-hmm. But by the one thing that I might have done different is I probably should have got my pre-approval already, just so I was like I could make a decision like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just having the funds ready, the house was completed. It just seemed like everything was meant to be. Yep. So yes, it's not easy to finish something, and we literally just wrote the check for that deal mm-hmm. or that uh, renovation, and then jump into the next renovation. So yep. I give Dana all the credit in the world because she dealt with it. While she was in the house, I was at work. Yep. So she dealt with the day to day, and then the fact that she saw the upside of this new home being a four bedroom, right. And you know, almost double the size, if not or more than double the size. You know, the main thing for us was when we started to figure out if it was the right opportunity. The conversation becomes: How does this benefit us, other than you know, um, just us, right? So my thought, and we talked about one of the big things is we have a lot of family. 
And one of our pain points was in our current home, we can't host because we don't have the room. Mm. So either we're like on a hill, God forbid it rains, everyone's going to have a slip and slide. Or you're in a house where you can barely fit everyone because it's like 800 square feet. So the big thing for us was like, even though the house needs a little TLC, it's yep. decent shape mm-hmm. and it's a cute house. And now we can we can host immediately. So we don't have to not, we don't have to sacrifice not having family over. So that was like a big, we'll figure out the rest. That is enough for us sense. to make the move. Now, is there something, because I was saying this to you yesterday, <clears throat> in a, probably the toughest year ever, yeah. you managed to work through the real estate market, which at first during COVID was not the best market. Spicy. Right? Like, that's not the best market to be in. You managed it to where you were able to really thrive in the market. You did things, you know, you got your um, uh, marketing techniques, virtual stuff. Like, so you figured it out, right? But was there a habit that you guys had to stick to? Because at the end of the day, you got to put money down. Now, was there something that you guys did as a tactic to save money during a year that most people couldn't save money? Uh, so it's hard to say. So I want to give credit to like, we have great family and friends and our family specifically put us in positions where, you know, we've had help. And I'm not to say that they've, we've taken everything from people and not contribute any piece of it. Like we've done a lot and we've, I've, we've been paying things as we've gone. Like mm-hmm. I, there's a bill and we go sell a house and then boom. So we are in a very fortunate position. And another reason I don't really compare myself to anyone's journey, whether they're in front of me or behind me, because everyone has different starting points. I just feel like when we are given opportunities, like for example, Dana had some money from uh, an unfortunate accident in the past. Mm -hmm. So we had a conversation. I don't want to go into too much detail, but basically like, listen, let's not use this for the first house. Let's keep this on the sideline. And then when we're ready for the next home, we're going to need a big down payment. Okay, yeah, but at the end of the day, still don't take away from yourself. No, no, but because- I'm saying, uh, my point being is like, I don't think it's so much the, the habits we've done. It's just we've been, I guess the habit would be like, we don't really overextend. We we kind of live under our means if we can. Um, our current home is very modest. We have a two-bedroom home. Um, you know, it's a nice home, but it's tiny. So like, you know, again, credit to Dana. We've sacrificed a lot of things as far as like, yeah, we could be in a bigger home. But we knew the game plan was to renovate this house and potentially rent it out. And so, get another property. Yeah. So, like, we, we always, we, I think something that Dana's done well and we, something right that we've done on the front end was we've had these conversations of the big game plan. Yep. So that when we're faced with the decision, we're on the same page. Correct. Right. Like, we, we, we talked it through. I was like, can we, do you want to get an investment property? Do you want to get a house to live in? And then Dana was like, I, which I agree with. I want a house to live in. Because this strategy is kind of boring, but it's it's something that you get the utility value of your family enjoying. Mm-hmm. So not only is it an investment in your future, it's also something there's a benefit in the short term. Yep. And although we probably spent more than we should have on renovations, we got to enjoy them for a little bit. Right. And you had your first daughter in that house, great memories, yeah. a lot of emotional attachment. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, no, so I I think those are major lessons though. Like it doesn't matter anybody's starting point because a lot of people would not be in that situation, and a lot of people are in that situation. But the reality is, with that money that you either got or you saved, what was the decision that you made? Right. So you guys made a, a very conscious decision to say, you know what? Yeah, okay, yeah, we have some sort of opportunity here. Let's seize the moment, not spend it on something stupid, and let's invest in our future, create some some real wealth, and and I guess uh, setting yourselves up genera- generationally, right, for exactly 
what it is that you want to do. So a big kudos to you guys. Man. Yeah, I'm very, very, very impressed and very proud of you guys. Still lots to do. We're going to close hopefully June 1st, which that's, is that's incredible. like 30 days, yeah, which is amazing. Cr- but it's so the the big thing that I think we've decided to do is we try to put less down mm-hmm. to tie up into the house and then keep a cushion so that I'd rather, much rather personally, and I know Dana agrees with me, I'd much rather personally have a little bit of cash as a buffer yes, and be able to pay a mortgage that's a little higher mm-hmm. in the short term because I think if you can put down, you know, for example, 10% and then keep the other 10% to put into the house, mm-hmm. you're making the house more attractive. You're adding, you're forcing appreciation early yep. so you get a little more wiggle room. The only thing I hate, so I agree with you 100%, on our first property, we obviously did the, the PMI. first time, yeah. We did the first time home buyer, or whatever, which was only three and a half percent. We were twenty five, twenty six years old. Yeah. Um. So yeah, three and a half percent to us at the time was yeah. a lot of it's still, a lot yeah. of money, you know. Yeah. Um. So we did have a little cushion left, but what sucked with our because fi- we we have more of a fixed salary type situation. Um. You know, you add that PMI, which is personalized mortgage insurance. Um. So that was the only thing that kind of sucked at first, but because we were able to rent it out, it was a break even from the beginning for us. Then eventually the PMI comes off. Yeah. And now it's win win. Yeah. You know? The PMI is like a yes. You hate paying it, but I would much rather it. yeah because I think in that about, scenario you need cash to be able to do things. So Correct. like to say that either you put you know twenty percent down and have a less of a mortgage, or you put ten and get a AC unit and like convert it to gas, which in, you'll benefit from living in mm-hmm. right because you're enjoying the AC, and then it starts the process of appreciating the house, and then in the future you can refinance, right. get the PMI off. Um, so that's that's the game plan. Hopefully, I mean, strategically, the video, fortunately, we had. So we're going to see what we can get for it. Hopefully, we can do a, make a profit on that front. The game plan is to not use that profit to pay this mortgage. Right. It's The game plan is to keep it in a in account so that when we need to do a roof at the property, we're not strapped. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's we're definitely going to be extending ourselves with this move. Like, I'm not... I'm 100% confident we'll figure it out, but it's definitely a, a not a stretch, but it's but like- it's work. It's work. Yeah, it's- um, I don't want people to think like we have unlimited cash and we're just doing, throwing crap. Like, it's going to be pretty tight. If you tight. do, let me get some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my point is like, it's going to be tight, and yep. part of the thing that- a trick that I use, that I've said before, that I use with like Dana, myself, um, just to like- the moment's kind of big. Like to go out and buy a house is kind of crazy. I'm a little less, um, I'm a little more immune to it because I do it day to day with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's a big event, right? But the thing I say to like calm my thoughts down and keep me back on track is like I'll have a talk with Dana. I'm like, all right, think of it this way. If we're going to be have a portfolio and we're going to have a lot of houses, this is one of the many. We'll yep. own, right? Mm-hmm. So let's not get too stressed because if we're going to make it to another point, this is just a step. You know, your new hashtag is hashtag buy the block. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that <laughs> is that is what you're doing. We well, I wanted to buy the house next door, but I remember it was a lot of, like it was basically the same thing. Needed a lot of work. Whereas this we can move in. Right. We don't we don't have to do anything right away. Good. But we can yep. if we want. So that's kind of been the nice thing is like worst case, don't touch a thing. Just move in. Mm-hmm. I want to articulate your point a little bit more on the because um, I, I wrote something down here that like for me, when I'm going through a process of recognizing opportunities, one of the points was that it provides energy. Yes, it takes work. Yeah. Right. But it still gives you life. Right. Like 
What you're talking about right now is giving you guys energy. It's fueling a future for you guys. You guys are seeing it, not to take away from the actual hard work that's being, you know, being done. But you have to realize for an opportunity to really happen, you have to be willing to put the work in. But also, if it is something that really sparks interest in you and provides the conversations that you were able to just have, that's a time to take an opportunity. Yeah. Right? Uh, You said it perfectly. Like, the fact that I've... I think I'm addicted to renovations. Like I love saying like, oh, we could do this and then going out and doing it and then showing people like, look, that mm-hmm. was the vision. Um, so that, but then also Dana's come around big time. She led the previous, like with the design and everything she wanted to do. It was her idea. Um, I just kind of was there to kind of tailor it and figure out things with her. But she really led that. And I think when she completed that, it showed that she she has the vision. Mm-hmm. So then when we went to this, like this first house was a growing experience for us as, in a relationship, professionally. But I think I got her on board now. Right. Like, and it was, this was her, at the end of the day, this was her idea. I was, it was mm-hmm. out of my mind. I was like, let me go sell more houses. I'm, I'm down to stay here for another two years or however much we need. But making this move now creates the excitement of like we have the space to have more kids Mm -hmm. we have the space to entertain we have space to attack more personal goals that we want to do and we're not going to be crunched yes money-wise we might be crunched a little bit but not crunched for space right so it's like it's funny how and it it just worked out like i couldn't have planned it any listen this is early i couldn't have planned it any better how Mm -hmm. timing worked out with everything Um, that's usually when it works though yeah, so you know. it's hard, though, because literally Tuesday, I think we paid for the previous one, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, we have, we're have we signing a contract this week. But that's fire. It's fun. It's absolutely fun. I'm just saying it's it's any – I'm not like a I'm not like a robot. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? No, because they call you the Terminator. <laughs> um, but it's exciting. The other additional thing is, like, now I'm, I'm foreseeing that it's going to be fun to document the renovations. Yeah. Because we just released a, our first Greenwich fixer-upper. Fixer mm-hmm. Now we can do like a whole thing of like fixing this house up yep. and bring people through the chaos of what it is. Of what it really is. the first renovation, if we had video, wild. <laughs> uh, so happy for you guys, man, for real. Um, there was a couple, a couple things. Last man. thing. Yes. And we have a taco spot now. Because it has a tinkering shed. That was one of that the- I all I said to Dana was like, all I want to do is convert this tinkering shed to a little bar. There's a little window yeah. that I'm gonna make like a slide open. I'm gonna put a fridge in there, a countertop, stools, open for business. That was one of the first things that Mike told me when he was, you know, when we spoke earlier yeah. at brunch. And he was like, and and listen to what this thing has. And then he told me about the shed, told me the taco spot, sold. And Dana's like, all the things that we can do and you want to convert a shed, I'm like, it's not going to be expensive. I would fight you for a cigar lounge, but you know. Well, we could do it there because it's That's there's true. a greenhouse. Yep. You just pop a okay. hole in it. <laughs> you just got to take the I plants out first, yep. obviously. Um, and as I was going through, you know, just the topic of um, recognizing opportunity, there was something that in an initial stage from even even with no snooze, right? Something that sparks ideas in your mind becomes an opportunity. But just because it sparks ideas doesn't mean that it's something that you run with. I found myself researching like podcasts and like how do you set them up? Okay, well, the best way to do it, yeah, you can go a one-man show, but best way to do it is probably get somebody that's very knowledgeable on that audiovisual front, mm-hmm. right? Then you make a decision, well, do I want to do the show by myself? Do you want to co-host, blah, blah, blah? But it was an idea that was sparked followed up by research, then it concludes with 
is it is it like an ethical thing to do? Mm-hmm. Right? Like cuz at the end of the day there's opportunities these days, especially with, you know, YouTube and, you know, businesses booming, but is it an ethical thing to do? And I think for people who are stumbling upon opportunities, as long as it is ethical, it fits with your core values, it's something that works with your family, if you're going to do it in a public setting, it's got to it's got to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big thing for me moving forward. I'm mm-hmm. sure you Too smart. feel the same yeah. on especially the the ethical thing with being in, in real estate. Um, but I think you get to a point, too, that once you make the decision to take advantage of the opportunity, you get to see, does it at any point within your timeline of what you have in your mind, does it begin to carry its own momentum? Mm-hmm. Right? And even you speaking through the whole house thing at some point it kind of took its own momentum right like the fact that you're you went to the guy the owners and he was he he basically gave you the okay to say you know what yeah you got the feeling of he doesn't want to put it on the market that right there to me when i when you when i heard you say it i'm like okay that was probably the moment that like now the momentum is really in your favor well i think it started to your point i think it starts when like you start talking about it right like when you said to that i found a uh, business card from Fortina and Rye. We were eating dinner after Dave closed on his house, and he told the waiter, he goes, we have a podcast. We didn't have anything yet. (laughs) He goes, we have a podcast. We want to record here, blah, blah, blah. And my man was so nice, and he's like, whatever you need, you can come record out of here. But it made it real, and it showed that people believe it. So why couldn't we do it? Yep. So to your point, like when I say things like on the podcast, like I said, we're going to buy a house before the end of the year. Dana, who listens, and I say this all the time at home, didn't really believe it. And she said to me after I told her we have a deal, she's like, I can't believe we're buying a house. Like, you said it all year, but I just, for whatever reason, never believed it. And she's like, but we're doing it. And I'm like, I was brainwashing. Yes. You just keep saying things to people. Yep. But that's also, so it's- But a, you're brainwashing yourself. And so. it's yeah. you're, you're um, envisioning it. You're manifesting it. But it's hard but work on top of it. Of course. But yeah, you're yeah. also taking the actions to yes. get it done, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you, it's can't not, just, you can't just talk about You can't about just stuff. sit yeah. there and visualize these things. Like you want to know what's crazy? So I'll even share something with you guys. But it's still, it's early for me to be sharing this because, so the thing with the job, it still has not come through my yeah. way, right? Yeah. Like it, it's looked good for, for a while. I think even you had told me, oh, congratulations. It, I did. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm My like, whoa, whoa. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But I went so far to the point of, one, I started acting like I'm already in a new role. Mm-hmm. Like, I just started acting like that, even to myself, in the way that I carried myself around. Um, but one of the first things I did was I created a new signature Love in it. my email with a new title. CV's looking at me. With a new title and basically the same the same um, standard closing that i use in an email but my title is different president of america right, right. lake lake president right? yeah. <laughs> lake president but i did these little things that yes it has not come to fruition but i did the same thing at the beginning of the year i said you know what if i want something to happen the first step is obviously putting it out there yeah making sure that you can hold yourself to some sort of accountability now i would shoot you know this is an opportunity for me to be shooting myself on the damn foot because you know i don't have anything on the table Things can happen. I've been interviewing, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows that aspect of it. But nothing has come to fruition yet. Yeah. But I am still so gung-ho that by the end of the year, I will have some sort of opportunity. And it started with little things like you're talking about that business card. Yeah. But something for me was the signature. And I did yeah. that on day one of even thinking yep. about the opportunity. And think about it. If you're shooting, you're trying to shoot yourself in the foot, you're going to move faster because you're like, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's true. But the part of it is like, 
I know we talk a lot on this podcast. Is that what we do? We do. We talk a lot of junk. Is that right? what we do? We say a lot of outlandish things. Part of it, though, is that for us as a podcast and a brand to be successful, we need to be successful. Correct. So, like, I kind of had this thing where I was thinking to myself, and I'm like, why are we – we're working so hard for all this stuff. Like, why am I not in the offense more? Like, why am I not just pulling the trigger on stuff? Like, we're not coming on a podcast to be like, oh, you know, we had a decent year. But we're coming yep. on to be like, wow, we cr- – like, this year yep. was wild. You know, CV Law, 50 pounds. I got mm-hmm. a house. Dave is the president of America. Like, crazy stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're doing it for, like, the 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 story, but also, like, the experience. Like, we don't – but you know, CV's editing. We're giving him a tight turnaround. Like, you're not – we're not doing that to be mediocre. Right. Right? Like, we're not – if we want to be mediocre, we would just like pick normal things, which is mm-hmm. fine. If it, you know, but like part of me, like ten percent body fat, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. like fourteen. <laughs> but part part of what I was thinking of was like my, you know, and I don't mean to harp on it, but like my wife sacrifices a lot, right? She she doesn't she says to me all the time, and she doesn't make me feel bad about it, but it's something I think about. She's like, well, you know, we don't have a regular schedule, and I'm sure you guys deal with this too. Um, but she's like, yeah, you know, I don't have a break because you guys don't have a break. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, you're like, if I'm going to be sacrificing certain things like that, you got to make it worth it. Correct. Right. So like, am I doing things that make it worth it? And mm-hmm. this house in this moment was like, this would make it a little more worth it. Absolutely. So that's how my decision making has changed. It's less about build. I'm still want to build all this stuff, but it's also like, is this make it worth it for my family? You know, can they be like, ah, it was, sat, you know, getting up on Saturdays just because they had early appointments and, you know, watching the kids when they had a late pocket, like, it was all worth it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, no, and well said. And that, tying it to, um, back to CV, because you just mentioned the, um, what? Uh-huh. what he's what, trying to hide over there. No, he's saying, oh, no, no. But I, I, I think people don't know because they see you behind the camera and I see you nervous because you're looking at me like I'm going to say something, right? But what people don't know is like, Claudio, and I, I think No Snooze has something to do with it in terms of the motivation, right? Like, we all want to just be better in our lives. Yeah. So Claudio and his wife just went out and bought a house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Claudio Huge. went out from the beginning. People don't know this. He didn't even have this equipment. Oh, yeah. He had to yeah. learn how to do this. But then it became a thing of like, all right, if I'm going to learn this shit, I better kill it. Yes. By yes. the way, and I just said shit. I sounded atrocious on the last episode. Like I had such a foul mouth, and I apologize to people because I yeah. do know that no, I don't know. <laughs> you say yeah. I, no, yeah. I didn't think. No, that. there was there were certain things that were said that I, I was just like, damn, you sound like you're in the you know the cigar lounge with the guy. Sometimes part of, and I think it's a good thing about the podcast, but I get lost in it. I forget that I'm in a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I always you know have to do remain professional, but. Going back to to CV, like that wasn't that wasn't an easy task for you to accomplish. So yes, we bust your chops about the whole body weight thing or whatever. Oh yeah, it's not all about that. It's not, and that's why like when Mike was talking, you know, he he was saying to me when I accomplished it, yeah, you know, you talk this big game, but at least you go out and do things. That is such a small thing compared to you know the bigger things that we're doing. Right. So in CV's case, um, in the marketing thing, it's like easy for people to attach to. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. So, CV, do you want to say something on the um, about the opportunity? No, no, I'm serious. Going back when we first asked you to like do this, and you were a kind. He, one, he said no, but then I guess something happened. Yeah, for him. I find that hilarious. That, that he, he was like, said no to you. he said no like twice, I think. Yeah. And then something mm-hmm. must have happened in his head that he saw an opportunity and was like, well, you know what? I'm going to do this, and I'm going to learn how to do it really well. Can you speak on that for a minute? <laughs> 
See, so it wasn't an attack. It was a thank uh, you. Com- commending mo- commendable moment. Yes. Thank which you, is David. Widespread. Thank you, David. Yes. Nice. I appreciate your kind words. Um, Sounds the, like a late night host. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> Thank you, David. The decision. So, uh, to be honest, I mean, let's be serious. I mean, we've all been watching the show now for 62 episodes. So, we have we have a good idea of the level of salesman that David is. <laughs> uh, he's very good. He's a very good motivator. He's a very good speaker. He's very good when you are one-to-one. So he's right. I did say no a couple of times. <laughs> Multiple times. He's still saying no. Right? <laughs> yeah. We're showing up. I know. <laughs> Multiple um, times. But he is perseverant and he persevered. Well, you don't like that word, but he was, he was, he kept kind of pitching it to me and, uh, and having me understand the, the, you know, the vision. And, and to be honest with you, it was his passion that I think sold it for me. The way he speaks about the podcast, or, well, you have to remember, we're going back 62 episodes. No, probably more, right? Because we, yeah, like you know, we 70. Had, we, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we had some trash. Um, you know, and, and it was really uh, hearing him speak passionately about his this, this project that he wanted to do. And, and at the end of the day, I do always like a challenge. And although my my instinct was like, no, it's just going to be more work, more this, more that, more headache. At the end of the day, it's really not in my wheelhouse because it was not. Um, the challenge kind of, you know, tickled my fancy, so to speak. Hey. And and it got me kind of going, you know. So I said, you know, why not? Let me, you know, I the passion was a big thing for me. So because if he looks like he was half ass into it, then it's just going to be a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know David, you know that he doesn't really waste time. So So that kind of got me in. And as we kind of started going, I started getting more excited about the, you know, what I was doing personally, what I do behind the scenes and being a little techie that I am, it did, um, it did make me feel pretty good to learn all these new things and, and all this new gear. And and it was fun. And it has been a fun ride. Um, it is for sure, uh, draining. It is for sure a lot of work. As we all know, we all have crazy schedules and this just adds to that. But it is rewarding at the end of the day when when we put an episode out and all the work is done, everything is good, and you get to enjoy it for that hour on Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like, all right, let's start talking about next Wednesday. (laughs) And then the feedback, too. Uh, Whatever it is. The feedback, too. Yes. I was going to say the top feedback's been who's your video guy. Yes, always. And uh, why does it look so professional? Yeah, always. Which is hilarious. Why does it look so professional? Yeah, like we've connected you with people that are like asking, like, what do you use? How do you do this? And David, like, we have no idea. (laughs) Talk to Claudio. (laughs) No, I just, and I just wanted to mention that because obviously behind the scenes, it's it's a much bigger thing. But talking about like recognizing opportunity. Oh, yeah. You know, you seize that moment, you were able to, you know, the effort forth and then you took it to a level to where i don't even think we knew no. that it could have been there because yeah. mike was literally was like, like let's record on our when phones. i asked mike he's like yo let's do it on our phones yeah, and yeah. i'm like on our phones no we're going we're yeah, going big good foresight <laughs> and i do think that this is important to say but you have to you know when you when the three of us got together and the three of us talk about this you do have to have uh faith in your in in your guys and the people around you and your team yeah. um and you know that is a, i think a major component as to why we're still here 62 episodes in and probably for another 62 and plus because when you see people's dedication to to what we're doing i i don't only see the vision um today but i do see that vision that you've talked about that where where this will be 
the backwards hat, the tactical baby gear. All, all <laughs> fifty pounds less. All <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm staring at TV while he's talking, and this thing's right in front of his face. He looks like the Terminator, because like, <laughs> yeah, the and the light blinking. is blinking too. Yeah. Guys, remember it's uh, TV magic. I'm in the middle between. Oh, the yeah, oh that's true. right, right here. TV <laughs> nice guy. Why do we pet him? Nice every guy. Time? Like, <laughs> have you ever saw someone and pet them? It's weird. <laughs> uh, but no, CV uh, been phenomenal. It's you're a testament to like when you have a good opportunity, seize it and then figure it out. Right. Right. Like, because yep. that's something we've done mm-hmm. as a team and a unit for this. Like, we've never done a podcast. So we were all in the same boat, which was good. Yep. Like, everyone was coming from a similar. Yeah, I need a I need a Britney Spears mic. We need my we head need moves a, too much. Can we put a helmet on him? Yeah, dude, the helmet awesome. with an attachment. You know how many clicks the microphone on YouTube <laughs> instead of like beer cans hanging down, just a microphone. Yes. Yeah, that's a good yes. idea. Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, man, um, good. So I think that'll uh, that'll wrap us up. We rambled, right? L- yeah, right on schedule though. We we rambled nice. So this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's dime of the week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. I'm still waiting for the dime explosion. I know. I, I gotta flex. Just dimes. to jump in here really quick, we've had that for the last. 60 episodes, probably. What? what? The ability to say dimes, dimes. No, dimes. no, no. Well, oh, I was but saying you guys do such a great job that it's... Well, we don't need that. Wait, you can do it automatic? Yeah. No, no. Yo, was, this guy's elite. I was, <laughs> I was saying throwing dimes. Like he, No, right? he actually wanted to throw, throw dimes, dimes at the at the camera. Well, can you that do that, yet. CGI? That would be it's phenomenal. It's on the yet. Okay. Present opportunities are not to be neglected because they rarely visit us twice. That was something that I actually made a speech at one of our events and I saw that quote and it just stuck with me kind of forever Um, because not always is that opportunity going to be there. And yes, it's going to be work and yes, it's going to be hard. But if you don't seize that moment and recognize that that's your moment, Michael Pirelli, then you'll never get it again. Well said. You got. We got to post that quote for the daily quote after we do a sale. After we do a sale, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go visit. Um, my Miguelito's mantra: Ito, Ito, Ito. Isn't it funny how it's Ito? Like yeah. I'm eating yeah. food. Ito. Did, wait, Ito. did you hear Corinne the other day at brunch? Miguelito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miguelito. It's been a table. default for nicknames. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. Um, victory comes from finding opportunities and problems. Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu is that? that I think is, that's the art of war guy. Um, yeah, how do you spell Sun Tzu? Sun Sun Tzu. Um, so Sun Tzu. It's clearly not the S, right? Well, Sun is T. I forget it. T S S U N T Z Zu T Z U. Yeah, correct. Wow. Well, he said T Z Zu. Um, beautiful, beautiful episode. Thank you for the opportunity. Of me to work with you, fine gentlemen. Listen, man, I, and I'm happy for your success. I'm happy for your success. And anybody listening, listening to this, we're happy for your success as well. Uh, unless they don't subscribe, then I don't then care yeah, about we you. got we got beef. So yeah. do all that, like, subscribe, tell us hello, something, right? Yeah, say anything. Good stuff, guys. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Sixty-two. Give me some tacos. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, 
reach out to us at no snooze podcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.